All right, so once again, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's that time again, and once again, I am sorry it's taken so long to get back on here. I apologize, I truly do. Things are just hectic as I'll get out right now. But, you know, I probably wouldn't have it any other way. I figure if things weren't hectic in one aspect of my life, they'd be hectic in others, so... I just have to be happy that things are progressing, even though they're not going as quickly or as, as uh, you know, the way that I'd hoped that they were. We are moving forward, and moving forward is a good thing, I guess. So where are we currently? I thought I would get away from politics for just a little while. Those of you who know me know that I really love politics. I really care about what's going on in the political realm. I care about politics. I care about election. I care about honest elections. I care about taxes. I care about all of these things. But I also care about a lot more. You know, I'm a fan of aviation. I'm going to school. Those of you who know me, I'm going to school for aviation. I'm working towards a, a career in aviation, working towards a, a life of flying. That's where I want to be. That's where I want to spend my time is in the air. I want to spend my time around people who enjoy getting out, getting in the air, spending time in the sky. You know, I've said it before, and some people don't understand where I come from with this, but I think the easiest way I can describe this, for those of you who have either never flown, you're not a fan of flying, you're nervous of flying. Maybe you're one of the people that you just have to be sedated somehow. Maybe you have to be intoxicated, whatever. You don't enjoy flying. I know there are people like that. There are people out there that as soon as an airplane hits any turbulence at all, and I mean very light turbulence, like hitting a speed bump on the ground, they instantly think the plane is going to crash. There are those people out there, and I understand that that comes from a place of not understanding, not knowing, not being aware of what's going on. Turbulence is natural. Movements in the air are natural things. They're going to happen, and that's going to be commonplace in aviation. Frankly, that light turbulence that you find, that is not the exception. That is the rule, but you're also going to find moderate turbulence if you're flying in bad weather, which happens whenever you have a set schedule. You might be flying in severe turbulence. You might be flying in turbulence that it sometimes can be so bad that aircraft actually has to go through an inspection to make sure that it is safe to fly going forward. There are things such as that that are common to aviation, and I think that knowing that that is normal, that that is an everyday part of life, that turbulence, that uh, that issues that come up such as that, are they're going to happen. They're commonplace. Nothing is going to be completely smooth sailing. That's just not the way our, our world works. Air is always moving. The world is turning. The air is moving. Cold air is moving into areas. Hot air is moving into areas. The air warms up, it rises, it cools, it falls. That's what happens. I have a very interesting class that's going on right now. I'm actually taking quite a few classes. While I'm working full-time, I'm taking, let's see here, meteorology, which is a seven-week course. 
is just about over with. This is the last week. I am taking human factors and aviation safety, I believe, is my next class. I have aviation law and also have, uh, I think it's foundations of management, essentially. So I have those classes. Now, usually I like to do two aviation classes and two regular classes. And the reason for that is it didn't happen this time. But the reason for that is aviation is my passion. That's what I enjoy. But if you do three of those classes, four at a time, you can get burnt out, no matter how much you enjoy something. Not only that, but just about every aviation class that I have has a paper that's associated with it. Part of my stress going on right now revolves around the fact that I am taking aviation meteorology and the 12 page paper. Now, I, I will say this in full disclosure. Normally, the papers are 15 pages. This paper is 12. It's a seven-week class. It is an accelerated class. It's four days a week for an hour and 15 minutes every day. So you, you have to understand that there's a lot going on. There's a lot of learning going on. There is a lot of, of understanding that has to be taking place over the course of this class. There is a lot that has to be understood, a lot that has to be received and and computed, I guess you would say. So I'm trying to get my 12 page paper done. I'm trying to get rest, which doesn't always work out. I'm working full time, 40 to 45 hours a week. Um, so if I've ever snapped at you here lately, I do apologize. It's not intentional, but you know, it always seems like in life, it seems like when we are the most stressed, that's when people want to add things to our plate. Prime example, when you are, you know, when you're working towards something, let's say you have a, a goal, uh, let's say you have a due date, you have something that you are trying to accomplish and you're trying to get that done by a certain date. This happened in, a, in another class in my uh, foundations of management or whatever it was. Online, it said that it was only a two-page paper. Well, I thought, two pages? That's not going to be anything at all. I'll watch the video. I will write down my thoughts. I will compile my information, gather my thoughts, organize it, knock it out. One day, no problem. Two, three hours, it's finished, right? Go to class, and what do I hear? Oh, no, no, it's not a two-page paper. It needs to be between three and five. Well, wait a second. It says right online. I even took a picture of it with my phone. It says two pages. The third page was for references. Oh no, no, it needs to be three to five. If there's one particular thing in life, and I'm going to give you a little bit of background on, on me, I'm going to tell you one little secret that, that not many people know. If there's one thing in this world that I cannot stand at all, cannot abide it, hate it, I, I absolutely loathe the thought of it, it's moving goalposts. If the page is three to five papers, please tell me it's three to five papers from the get-go. If it's 10 pages, if it's 12 pages, if it's 15, if it's 30, I don't care. Tell me what it is at the beginning. But do not tell me it's two, and then it becomes three, then it becomes five, or between three and five, or now you need to do this, and you have this, and you have this. The, the thing that kind of gets me upset, and I'm not complaining, you understand, I'm just explaining where my, where my thoughts are in this matter currently. The thing that gets me upset about this whole situation 
is I almost feel as though the people who are my professors, and this isn't all of them, I'm, I'm not talking about my aviation professors here because they understand what I'm doing, what's going on, but I'm not a college student per se. I'm not away from home. I'm not in a dorm somewhere. I'm not trying to fill my day with video games or, or going out to eat or whatever because I have nothing else to do. I am completely booked. I mean, I set my schedule out ahead of time. I know where I'm going to be a week in advance. I know where I'm going to be a week in advance. That's how I do things. That's the only way that I can get things done. And even then, I feel like I'm getting further and further behind until I look and see how far <laughs> how far. <laughs> oh, yeah, I should be sleeping until I look and see how far I've come. Have you ever noticed if you go walking, you go walking and sometimes you look and you look ahead and you look ahead and you look ahead and you go, wow, I'm just not making it anywhere. And sometimes I know people say you don't look behind, but sometimes the only way you can see how far you've gone is to look behind you. When all you do is look ahead and look ahead, of course, you're heading in the right direction. But sometimes you, you forget where you were. You forget how far you have come. I'm going to be honest with you. This is one of the stresses that I have in, in regards to trying to lose weight. You know, I, I've been a bigger person for as long as I can remember. I've just always been larger than everyone else. And I think part of that is, of course, the, the, the lifestyle that I live. It's, you know, if you're an over-the-road truck driver, that's just kind of how it is. You spend all day sitting down. You're trying to stay awake. You don't always get the best sleep. You might find a great parking place in the in the truck stop, and then, you know, you'll have a, a reefer trailer sit right beside you and idle all night long. Or you have that truck sit beside you that he has an air leak, and what does he do? He just runs that truck all night, so all you hear is that, that air compressor, and then it bleeds off all the time, so it'll build up until it gets to 120 PSI or 130, and you'll hear that psh. And then about 10 seconds later, you'll hear that thing kick on a bit again because it's trying to build air pressure back up to fix that leak. So you'll hear it again. Every minute and a half, two minutes. It just gets annoying. And that's what you deal with. So if you've ever wondered why do truck drivers always go at nighttime, why are they always sitting around? Why are they having dinner? Why are they sitting inside even by themselves? You'll see them talking to complete strangers. It's a sedentary lifestyle and you're so lonely on the road. So you fill your time with listening to talk radio. Music doesn't work. I'm sorry. I love music. But if you've ever listened to WVAQ for three hours, you've heard the same songs three times in a row. That's how it is on the road. It might not be to that extent, but whenever you drive on the road and you have Sirius XM or whatever, I always had Sirius radio. Even listening to your favorite channels, you're going to hear the same songs over and over. It seems like there's only about 100 songs if you listen to 90s or 80s, 70s, 60s, whatever it is. It seems like there is a, a set list of the same songs that seem to play all the time. So you're driving down the road. You're in stressful conditions. Might be bad weather conditions, which frankly I love to drive in. But you're in areas you don't want to be, like New Jersey, New York, anywhere in the Northeast, because it's 
for one, it's too many people, and two, it's too slow of traffic. People zipping around you, but you can't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> as is the case with Connecticut, which I, I cannot stand. 55 mile an hour speed limit, three lanes, and the trucks are only allowed to take the right two lanes. The left lane is for passing, but you can't pass anybody. So you just spend all day, but I digress. It's a stressful job, so what do you do? You sit there and you eat all day long. You might call people on the phone, but when you get stopped, you go inside and you eat. You talk to people, random people. You get a shower to make yourself feel better, and then you get something to eat and go to bed because you need something to eat before you get to bed. It helps you sleep. You know, it's just not healthy. But it's, it's kind of tough because this is how it is when you're in school. This is how it is when you work full-time and you're in school. It's just, you feel like you're getting nowhere. And that's how I feel right now. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to let you know how I feel. And you watch your expenses, you watch your budget, you, you try and, you know, save money where you can. You try and do what you can. You try and invest. One of the big things that drives me crazy right now is I'm watching Tesla drop from being up almost to $900. Now it's down to... I believe about $715, and I just wish I had thirty dollars or 40000 to invest. I would love to dump all of it into Tesla right now. There would not be a, a moment's hesitation. I could have enough money to buy that airplane right now to buy a Cessna 172, a Piper, you know, Cherokee. I, I, I could have that money in hand, and even though I love aviation, I would not buy the plane with it. I would buy $30,000 worth of Tesla because I know that that 30000 is going to be worth eight to ten times more just in a few years. I know it will. There's not a doubt in my mind that Tesla's going to take off and, and absolutely go crazy. It, it's destined to do that. It will happen. I'm sure of it. But I'm looking at that, and it's so stressful. I'm thinking, <laughs> I need to just sell my house, sell everything I own, um, you know, and invest in Tesla. That's where I'd like to be, but I can't. I've got to go to school. I've got to have a place to live. I have to have a place to, to try and sleep, even though I don't. You know, so it's all these things that can be a stress to you. It can be a stress to me. It can be a stress to anyone. And like I said, I guess sometimes you have to look back to where you were. And going back to that idea of looking back, it's the same thing whenever I was talking about weight loss. I've noticed that every time I use the MyFitnessPal app, I lose weight every single time it happens. If I use the app, I log the food, I lose the weight. It's as simple as that. I don't even have to go to the gym. I don't have to exercise. I don't have to do anything. I'm not saying I don't need to. I'm just saying I don't have to. It's amazing how much weight you can lose when you keep your calories in check. And I'm not even talking about macros. We're not talking about carbs or fats or proteins. We're just talking about maintaining throughout a number, 2000, whatever your basal metabolic rate is, if you can find that number and stay under it to a healthy degree, to a healthy margin, you will lose weight. You could eat. There was a guy, if I'm not mistaken, a, I think a doctor, he ate nothing but Twinkies for a certain amount of time. Now, I don't enjoy Twinkies, believe it or not. I don't think they're all that great, but he was just trying to prove the point that it's not healthy, mind you. This, this is saturated fats and trans fats, all sorts of things that are not good for you. But you could eat this and lose weight. 
The goal is you just keep under the calories, keep under your caloric intake and burn more calories than you take in. And that's the problem. It's so difficult. It's so upsetting. And people say, well, it's not going to come off there very fast. You know, the weight didn't go on fast. Yeah, but there's a difference. I didn't eat to gain weight. That's not what I did. I ate to stay alive. I ate to stay awake. I ate to to pass the time. That's the sad thing. And when it comes time for you to try and lose weight, what happens? Well, you're hyper-focused. You are focused to the to the very calorie. Well, you know, you look at it and when you're really trying hard, you say, you know what? I'm 30 calories over. Okay, I'm going out walking. Even if it's just to get 30 or 31 calories, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna do what I have to do to make sure that I'm under that number because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm focused on that. The problem is we as human beings are not able or it's not natural for us to focus on 30 things at once. For those of you who are like me and you you like listening to podcasts, you enjoy listening to things, I am always listening to podcasts, it seems, because I, I'm trying to improve my life. I'm actively trying to make my life better. I'm trying to improve my situation financially, spiritually, however you might say physically relationship-wise, whatever it is, I'm trying to improve myself daily. And one of the things that I've noticed is I listen to Dave Ramsey and he tells people, you can wander into debt, but you can't wander out of debt. And if you're not sure of what he's saying there, what he is saying is when you are just trying to just kind of get by, well, you know, I've worked hard. It's been, and, 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 Let me tell you, this is me. This is me. I'm going on a snowboarding trip. I had to have a new snowboard. Had to have bindings. Had to have whatever. And it's just, well, you know, I'm working hard. I deserve it. I don't deserve it. I've made that okay in my mind. But that doesn't mean that it is okay. We do that as human beings. We, We rationalize bad decisions. And this is why you don't buy a car on a whim. This is why you don't go to the dealership unless you're ready to buy. This is why you don't go out looking for a place to eat when you're on a diet. This is why they tell you to plan your meals. This is why you plan out your meals. This is how you set aside and you and you make your meals for the week and you have those set up so that you don't fall back. And that's the problem. You know, with school, with work, with church, with friends, with family, with whatever it is, trying to exercise, trying to go out on your wheel, trying to have fun, trying to live life, trying to forget about work and school for a while. It's difficult. And let me circle back around. I was talking to, I was talking to you earlier about aviation. And this is why I feel the need that I I should explain why aviation is so important to me. I know people out there who tell me whenever they go fishing, whenever they go hunting, whenever they do whatever it is, it could be crocheting, I don't care, it could be anything. They tell me that it's a time for them to relax. For people who like to go hiking or running or fishing, hunting, whatever, when they get out there, when they get outside, maybe when they get in the wilderness, when they get in the woods, when they climb the mountains, they get to a point in their life where they can forget about life for a while and they can ground themselves when they can 
find that piece of themselves inside that is so comfortable being in that position. You know, there are people who are like that with snowboarding. There are people like that I'm finding now that, that with these electric unicycles, that's how they are. They get out on these devices and they just ride for 30, 40 miles on this little wheel. They're all over the place doing 30, 40 miles an hour. And that's what they do. They forget about life. And, and, and I think what I do with aviation, how I feel when I'm in the plane is so similar to that person on the unicycle. It's because on the unicycle, especially when you're out there and it could be said for motorcyclists as well and bicyclists, when you're out there, you have to be so focused on the task at hand. You have to be focused on what you're doing to a level that we never do with anything else in life. It seems we don't do it in the car In the car was just, ah, eh, we're just driving. You know, we can mess with the radio, mess with the GPS. We have a text. Oh, who's it from? Okay. Not a big deal. We'll look ahead in aviation. You can't really do that, especially in, if you're in a complex aircraft, if you're in a jet, if you're in a, in a, a larger aircraft, there are so many ways that you can get behind. As they say, you can get behind the aircraft where it is doing things that you can't keep up with. And to me, that is what is relaxing about aviation. You're in the woods and it relaxes you because you're able to think of nothing. I'm in the airplane and I can relax because I don't have time to think about life. I don't have time to think about a mortgage. I don't have time to think of a 12 page paper. I don't have time to think about where I'm going to load the next load for another truck driver. I don't have time to think about how many trailers I'm going to get unloaded in tonight. I don't have the luxury of thinking about what I need to do at work or at home or at church or anywhere else. It's my time when I'm flying. That is my time to forget about life for a while and to actually live in the present moment, which is something that we don't get to do very often at all. And that's what I love. That's what I cannot wait to do for a living. I'm so excited to be doing this and I'm ready for it. I've been waiting so long to get into this career and I'm, I'm not bragging here. I'm not trying to put anybody else down, but you know, sometimes I just get tired of working harder. Maybe I don't have the physically the most demanding job. Maybe I'm not the hardest physical worker that I know of. But I'll tell you one thing, whenever it comes to putting in the hours between school and work and all these other obligations that I have, I don't know many people that work harder than I do as far as time goes. I feel like sometimes I'm just being pulled in every direction and it's so tough. I mean, I'd, I'd rather be sleeping right now, honestly. I'd rather be sleeping than be doing this podcast, but I just, I've got too much to do. You know, and it's uh, this is where we are. So this is my opportunity, as Hoppy Kerchival would say. This is my opportunity to take a few minutes and to vent. It's kind of like a, a therapy session for me. This is something that I get to do that that I do enjoy. I wouldn't mind doing this, you know, uh, partially for a living. I'm not saying I don't want to do it every day. But it'd be all right if I could find some people who'd want to help me out and, uh, you know, be a producer for me, a uh, phone screener, things of that sort. And I think I could do a, I think I could do a, a short junket in, uh, in talk radio or, or <laughs> in podcasting. I think that'd be all right. 
Especially if it could help pay for my aviation hobby, that would be fantastic. But you know, I'm I'm really thankful for this avenue for me to, to jump on here and to just talk with you for a few minutes. And, and I understand that you can't respond back right away, but you can respond. You know, you have my phone number. If you're a friend of mine, you have my phone number. If you if you don't have my phone number, you have access to me. You have Facebook Messenger or any other number of avenues that you can reach me, I'm sure. And I'd like to hear from you. Maybe there's something in your life that that you have figured out that I'm working on. And if you do, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. If you have a tip or an idea that might help, hey, I, I'm all ears. And if there's some way I can help you, I'm not saying I'm an expert in anything. I'm, I'm more of a jack of some trades and master of none, it feels like. But if there's something that I seem to do well that I could help you out with, I would love to be that person for you. I'd love to help you out as well. I think that's the goal in life is to is to not only to, to try and further yourself and to better yourself, but to remember where you came from and to help those who are trying to get where you are. How many times do we look at somebody else and say, man, I can't wait till I'm that person. But when we're that person, we don't realize that there are people below us that want to get to where we are. And we think, well, I'm, I'm nowhere. I'm, I'm just here. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's what you were thinking just years ago. And now look where you are. Imagine where you're going to be in five years. Imagine where you'll be in 10 years. Don't forget the other people. And, you know, maybe this is the part of me that is trying to understand the idea of having kids, even though I don't have them. I understand and I can appreciate the idea of bringing up a child and, and living life vicariously through their eyes, getting excited about what they do, getting excited about their achievements and, and the things in which they're able to do. It's about getting excited for other people, not just ourselves. And I think far too often that's what we miss out on in life. And I feel like that maybe that's how I am now. I think right now I'm just so overwhelmed with school and work and work and work and school and, you know, church and everything else. And, and this flipping mask deal that just burns me up. The election drives me nuts. Did you know that three, sorry, I said I wasn't going to be political and here I am. Did you know that three out of four mail-in ballots were for Biden in Pennsylvania? Are you meaning to tell me that three out of four people who actually sent in a ballot voted for that man? My goodness, people, I tell you, uh, these are the things that we really <laughs> need to just not worry about. I, as a Christian, I have to remember this world is not my home and I need to do a better job. I don't pray like I should. I don't read my Bible. I don't study like I should. I've got some things I got to work on. That makes me wonder, what what do you have to work on? Is Once again, is there something I can help you out with? Is there something you could help me out with? Let's let's resolve to help each other out. Let's let's try and improve each other. Let's improve one another. Let's let's help each other get to those places where we want to be. Let's help each other achieve the goals that we want to have. Guys, I'm running out of time. Going to have to jump off here. You know, time is of the essence. But I really appreciate this avenue that you have given me, that you allow me to have. And I hope that there's something that I said that maybe shed some light on, on my life. Maybe there's something I said that will make you think about your life as well. And I just want to thank you for being there. Like I said, this is kind of a bit of a therapy se uh, session for me, and I, I'm really thankful for that opportunity. 
So guys, I hope you have a good one. Get a hold of me on the phone. Get a hold of me on Facebook Messenger. Send me a text. I don't care how you get a hold of me. Give me a call. That's the best way. Call me. Just don't call me when I'm sleeping. But it's okay. I'll I'll have the phone turned off. You won't wake me up. You guys, thanks you so much. <laughs> thanks you so much. I should be asleep. Guys, thank you so much for being there. I really appreciate it. And I want only the best for you. I hope you're doing well. And I can't wait to hear from you. You all take care now. And I'll see you next time. Thank you.